Greenville Health System's mission is to heal compassionately, teach innovatively, improve constantly. And in that spirit, we present this special podcast series, Inside Health, brought to you by Greenville Health System. Here's Melanie Cole. The Center for Success in Aging's Memory Health Program offers a comprehensive evaluation which includes medical, cognitive, and social and physical evaluation to diagnose memory conditions and develop a plan of care for patients and their family members. My guest today is Dr. Jim Davis. He's an internal and geriatric medicine specialist at Greenville Health System. Welcome to the show, Dr. Davis. So first, let's talk about who may benefit from a memory health program assessment. Well, Several people might. The main focus of our program is helping caregivers of patients who have dementia, who have Alzheimer's disease, or other forms of dementia, and that's the main focus of the program. We also provide consultations for people who might be experiencing problems with memory, uh, uh, who have other concerns about memory or memory function, people who may be wondering, could I be developing Alzheimer's disease? So there are different types of dementia, and not every dementia and memory issue is Alzheimer's, correct? That's correct. Dementia is a general term. Dementia uh, describes a set of symptoms, and those symptoms relate to loss of brain function. It might be memory. It might be language, but other other forms of uh, brain function that are lost. And the degree uh, is such that it interferes with a person's ability to carry on their daily activities. So that's a general term uh, to uh, define dementia. So dementia might be due to playing professional football, being a boxer, uh, uh, suffering from alcoholism. There are, there are a hundred conditions which can lead to that syndrome or that condition of dementia. Alzheimer's is a specific cause of dementia, and it's the most common cause of dementia. But the two terms are sometimes used inter- interchangeably when, when actually they mean something uh, uh, a little different. Dr. Davis, we all experience memory issues from time to time. What are some red flags that would signal from a loved one, or if you notice it yourself, that would send you for an assessment? Uh, I think if memory problems uh, interfere with uh, daily activities, so for example, if you have a memory problem and you're forgetting to pay bills, uh, if you have a memory problem and and you're headed somewhere in your car and you forget where you're going or or you get lost while driving, uh, a memory problem that can result in forgetting to take medications repeatedly uh, can get someone into trouble. So uh, all of us experience changes in memory as, as we get older. It's, it's not uh, uncommon to forget a proper name, uh, sometimes even of somebody uh, we know. But when that becomes pervasive or a uh, more common problem, uh, an adult uh, who's forgetting the names of all of their grandchildren, uh, that might uh, be a sign uh, that there's a problem, particularly if they you know, see their grandchildren often and then can't can't remember their names. So I, w- I would look for, uh, you know, a memory problem that's, that's starting to interfere with uh, important activities like uh, paying bills, uh, you know, keeping up with medication, remembering appointments, remembering anniversaries, things like that. So when, when it gets to that point, I think that needs to be evaluated. So what's the evaluation less- like? Are there any specific tests to test for the type of dementia? 
the the first part of it is a very careful history and careful uh, medical examination. So memory is just one part of brain function. So when you're evaluating memory or memory problems, you're evaluating it in the context of overall health. So, for example, there may be medications that you're taking for heart disease or medications you're taking for diabetes. Any of these, you know, could affect brain function. So the first thing is a, is a careful health assessment, careful medication review. And then uh, we focus on a physical exam that includes uh, assessing things like vision and hearing to make sure that those uh, uh, are being managed optimally. And then uh, certainly a careful, careful neurologic exam. And then we do some standard screening tests for memory function and for brain function. The one we use here in our uh, office is called the MOCA. It stands for Montreal Cognitive Assessment, and it's been around for years. But the mini mental status exam is another, and there are others, uh, screening-type tests that can be used to evaluate uh, people who are experiencing problems with memory. And based on that test, we can get a sense of is there a problem or not, and in some cases, how severe is it. Additionally, uh, certain laboratory studies ought to be done to exclude conditions like uh, uh, thyroid disease or uh, severe uh, vitamin deficiencies, and occasionally uh, a brain scan, uh, uh, either a CT scan or an MRI, might be helpful to exclude other, other conditions. And if you diagnose cognitive decline of whatever type, what kinds of treatments are available? Well, uh, there are certainly non-medical treatment. So we, we almost always recommend that a person, uh, you know, exercise regularly, uh, you know, follow a proper diet. And we also want to encourage social engagement so that the person who's, who's got problems kind of keeps their mind active in, in any way that they can through social engagement. There are a couple of medica- types of medications that are available that will uh, slow the uh, decline in cognitive function, and so sometimes uh, we recommend those. Those medicines need to be used carefully. They, they have side effects, and so we, we always want to uh, recommend medication carefully. We, we also want to, uh, you know, know to stop medications which can aggravate uh, cognitive function. So certain types of medications need to be uh, avoided or, or limited uh, uh, in order to improve memory function. Uh, we also want to identify people who have depression so that we can treat depression as a, as a separate problem in some ways because depression can affect memory and concentration. So tell us about the Center for Success and Aging's Memory Health Program at Greenville Health System. Tell us a little bit about your team and what an evaluation is like, what patients can expect. Uh, we have a team of myself, two nurse practitioners, and a social worker, and we have an excellent nursing staff that support uh, all of our activities. Uh, the initial assessment includes a visit with either me or with the social wor- uh, or with uh, the nurse practitioner. So the patients I see tend to be people who do not already have a diagnosis of dementia or Alzheimer's disease. And so I'll see those patients and do an ass- assessment to determine whether or not they would be appropriate for our memory care program. Uh, other patients who've already been diagnosed with uh, uh, dementia and have a caregiver involved go directly to see the nurse practitioner. And the nurse practitioners uh, do a very thorough medical evaluation. And we also, do, we also assess the needs of the caregiver at the same time. 
and then we bring in the social worker as needed to address uh, various issues that come up in planning for the care of someone with dementia. And what about their families, Dr. Davis? How do you work with their families? Because sometimes this is just as hard, if not harder, on the loved ones because they're the caregivers, and it's and it hurts to see somebody losing that part of their life. Well, that's an excellent point, and we always... Uh, that's why I said, you know, at the very beginning, the real focus and the main focus of our program is on the caregiver. It's true. Uh, we have two patients in the room often, and, and often the one that's suffering the most is the caregiver. So in addition to the counseling and education that the nurse practitioner provides at every visit, the, we have uh, classes. Uh, there's a class called the ABCs of Dementia that takes place three times a year, and that's, uh, that's six classes for It's really open to the public, but we encourage all of our caregivers to attend, and they learn all about Alzheimer's disease. They learn all about the uh, uh, different issues that come up in terms of care planning and management. We also have an Alzheimer's support group here that takes place in our office and meets on a monthly basis to provide emotional support. We work closely with community agencies like the Alzheimer's Association and other community agencies that are involved in caring for people uh, with Alzheimer's disease and assisting caregivers. So we, we are a conduit to all of those um, services that may be available uh, uh, in the community. So in just the last few minutes, Dr. Davis, such important work that you're doing. Give us your best advice for memory health in general and why patients should come to Greenville Health System for their care. Well, I think the best advice for all of us is prevention. So certainly avoiding... Uh, uh, things that can affect brain function, for example, uh, staying healthy, avoiding cigarette smoking, managing chronic medical conditions uh, throughout the lifespan, uh, heart disease, hypertension, diabetes, all of these are risk factors for brain disease. So, so staying active, physically active, staying mentally active, and managing chronic health problems is the first step. In, in, in trying to avoid the development of dementia. If these problems develop, as they often do, then the earlier you can get in and get an assessment, the better, because that helps with uh, planning for care uh, uh, going forward. One other aspect is that our program is a co-management program. By that, I mean we work very closely with the primary care physician so that we help manage all these, uh, the other health problems that a person may have in addition to the dementia. Thank you so much for being with us today, Dr. Davis. You're listening to Inside Health with Greenville Health System. And for more information, you can go to ghs.org. That's ghs.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so, so much for listening.